Florida's labor force grew by over 42,000 in March. That's a gain of nearly a half a percentage point in one month, Nicole. But employment surged by 51,000, so it pushed the unemployment rate down. All of that is a very good sign that Florida's labor market is now expanding. Labor force grew faster than much earlier in the cycle, and this ultimately is going to relieve some of the pressure on labor markets and on wages going forward. And Central Florida performed particularly well in March, right? Yeah, it sure did. Orlando led the state with jobs up 4,800, driven by strong gains in leisure and hospitality. And in Deltona, Daytona, and Palm Beach, Melbourne, they both posted gains of 600 and 100 jobs, respectively. And this shows the strength in Central Florida, considering that Jacksonville lost 100 jobs, and Fort Lauderdale was down 2,100 jobs over the month. And in Central Florida, unemployment rates dropped dramatically in March, down to just 2.9% in Orlando and 2.5% in Deltona and Palm Bay. And like the state, each of these areas had big increases in the labor force, but they were upset by even bigger increases in employment. So these data indicate that Central Florida's tourism and retirement-driven economy is finally really beginning to accelerate, Nicole. Okay, that is objectively good news for our area. But last week's inflation reports were worrisome with accelerating by 8.6% over the year and interest rates also rose sharply. So I almost hate to ask you, but please tell me, what is the risk of recession now? Well, unfortunately, the risk has increased to about one in three, according to Moody. Even though inflation accelerated in March, though, retail sales remained buoyant, and some of the gain was caused by higher prices, but nevertheless, consumer spending hasn't wilted in the face of higher gasoline prices and inflation more generally. Also, the details of the CPI report, Nicole, they point to slower inflation going forward. The March jump was caused by the big shocks of oil and food prices in March because of Russia's war in Ukraine. But since then... Oil and gasoline prices have receded, and food price increases are slowing. And excluding food and energy, core inflation rose at a 3.6% pace in March. So even though Russia's aggression will probably reduce U.S. GDP growth by almost a percentage point during the course of this year, as long as consumer spending remains robust and inflation continues to recede, a recession isn't likely. Instead, though, Nicole, you know, dismal science, we're going to have a period of stagflation with slower growth and higher prices and interest rates than what we've become accustomed to over the last decade. But nevertheless, that's not going to float our tourism economy this summer. So that's an ouch, but it could be much worse? That's an ouch. It could be a lot worse. It'll be good to be in Orlando this summer and next uh, winter, Nicole. Thank you very much for your time and analysis, Hank. Nicole, thank you as always.